0: Oh, jam! Hello everyone and welcome back to another not-at-all-filled episode of Monday Night Magic. Two-third filled! This is...
1: Optimistic.
0: Like we're missing a host, we're missing...
1: news. (laughs) True. We've succumbed to what the entire rest of the news organizations have done and abandoned news in favor of some meandering.
0: Yeah. Lord. Um, I'm Chewy. That's Squee. It's true. It's true. Uh, Clues is not here because Clues decided to risk it and go on the Joko cruise. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we'll find out next week
1: if it was worth it or if he's... Trapped on a boat. Trapped
0: on a boat and, like, telnetting in to do the podcast or something. telnet.
1: He doesn't have telnet. He's going to be on Linux. Um, Oh, is that a Windows thing? I'm... To my knowledge, it is, but I could be entirely wrong. Um, Regardless, like, yeah, he's a red player, so he's flipping coins. That's what he do.
0: That's what he do. Um, Yeah, this is episode 685 of Monday Night Magic, and we're, uh, yeah. Honestly, if the ban-restricted list update hadn't happened today,
1: we would not be doing this show tonight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a good thing we had an announcement for an announcement, or we wouldn't have even planned on it.
0: Yeah, because, uh, like, not enough happened to be worth doing a show. But then they dropped the b list update, and it's uh, it's pretty impressive, honestly. So
1: Yeah, there's sufficient news in that article.
0: So let's get to it. Uh, in Brawl, of all places, Golos Tireless Pilgrim is banned. Let's see here. What does it say? Golos, uh, command as the commander, is about 10% of the field, which means it's twice as popular as the next most popular brawl commander. Ouch. Which, that's, I mean, that's not, that's that's a little red flag, but it's not, like, awful. But the fact that it's five-color, I don't know why they said that, because they they're going to make five-color commanders but whatever uh it it's i think it's more the ability the tutor for specific lands yeah which can help pay for future commander taxes reduces variety of gameplay in a way that's inconsistent with the spirit of a singleton format so they're they're getting rid of him no more mm-hmm. uh golos in arena, uh, arena brawl sorry
1: you may now rest pilgrim
0: i don't know if you will though well
1: I don't, I don't know if he will, but he has the opportunity,
0: so that's brawl uh yeah. let's let's yeah, let's do historic next, so we could remember do all
1: three at once
0: <laughs> a while back they had uh, they were they announced that they were gonna do a suspended list to where things were temporarily banned, and then later they would either permanently ban it or make it legal again. That's the suspended list. Yeah. And Oko, <laughs> Once Upon a Time and Vale of Summer have all been perma banned. Whoops. But also so Field of the Denver. Dead was unsuspended, so it's it's back to being legal in historic. Yeah. And so yeah, they said the reason for that is because they, in Historic Anthology 2, which we talked about uh, last week, they're adding in Ghost Quarter and Goblin Ruin Blaster and just as more ways to deal with Field of the Dead so it doesn't get out of control. Yeah. So hopefully more answers will cause that to not be, you know, so broco. But Oko, Veil vale of Summer, and Once Upon a Time are still just... Mistakes.
1: <laughs> They're actual band.
0: Like, and they didn't say they were mistakes. That we know. <laughs> they they didn't say they were
1: mistakes, but they were. I'll mistakes. say they were mistakes. Yeah. I'll go on record as saying they were mistakes.
0: Yeah. So, there you go. That's that's historic. Is there anything funny here? <laughs> These three cards are powerful cards that are difficult to interact with in an advantageous way. After observing the health of the format with and without these cards, we've decided to upgrade the suspensions to (laughs) bans.
1: Yeah, when cards are banned within, like, frontier, meaning they were banned within an environment that they were planned for, eh, that's a mistake. That's how that works.
0: But it says they're pleased with the state of historic and so yeah, they're going to keep an eye on it and see if field of the dead coming off the suspension list, uh, causes any problems.
1: You could probably consider field of the dead on like notice, like not probation, not sent home, but keeping an eye on it because they like how things were before they brought it back in. So if it's bad, they'll probably send it away again.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's like Roz in Monsters Inc., which I just watched again last night. Always watching.
1: That's Valid. the that's a great movie, by the way. Have you watched it recently? Um I haven't watched it too recently, but I did play the Kingdom Hearts level and that was still fun.
0: <laughs> well, there you go then. It's just an excellent film.
1: Yeah. It's from uh, that creepy human era of Pixar. <laughs>
0: So, let's keep going. We have a legacy band, because Clues isn't here, so of course. Uh, we had to actually put him
1: on the boat to let this happen.
0: Ah, is that what it happened? It can't
1: happen when he's on land. <laughs> it's like a reverse Davy Jones thing.
0: Yes. Which, I'll notice on Disney+, Plus that the first three Pirates movies are on Disney+, Plus, but the last one apparently isn't. Because even Disney's like, uh, why did we bother?
1: There were 5,
0: dude. There were 5? Yeah, doesn't that feel bad? Yeah, there were 5. There's the original trilogy.
1: Yeah. Oh, then there was that
0: one everyone forgets about, and then there was the the way later one that didn't have what's name in it. Yeah. It's all around. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot find. about the 4th one <laughs> entirely. Yeah. Wow. Okay, anyway, back to Legacy. Uh Underworld Breach has been banned in Legacy, and this, I thought this was re- I'm just going to read this. Uh, Since the release of Theros Beyond Death, we've watched the evolution of combination decks that revolve around the interaction between Underworld Breach, Lion's Eye Diamond, and Brain Freeze. <laughs> in many cases, we'd allow a new breakout combo deck some time to see if the metagame can adapt. But as these decks were refined, it became clear from the rising win rates that Underworld Breach's interaction with Lion's Eye Diamond would remain problematic in Legacy going forward. rather than allowing these decks to become a larger part or become a large part of the competitive metagame before likely still needing to make a change in the near future we're choosing to ban underworld breach now
1: yeah that's a preemptive strike uh
0: yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty funny (laughs)
1: The idea that's like this is going to be bad. It's going to be broken. There is no scenario in all of our predictions where this is not broken. So we're just going to follow the minority report and take it out now. Done. Oh my god,
0: I just saw the interaction. I've never actually looked at this. Yeah. Brain freeze mills you for three. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that doesn't work. Because it's got storm. How does it? What? Okay, so Underworld Breach is the the thing that says that uh, non-land cards in your graveyard have escape. The escape cost is equal to the card's mana cost plus exile three other cards from your graveyard. Lineside Diamond, remember, costs zero, and it's an artifact, and you sac it. Discard your hand to get three mana of one color. And then Brain Freeze says mill target player for three, Storm.
1: Yeah, you're just playing a Storm deck, but you've got vastly more ammo because you cast Underworld Breach.
0: Oh god, you can replay the brain freeze! You can storm the brain freeze yeah. on yourself. Oh. Because all of the. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Be- because it says. Underworld Breach says non land cards in your graveyard. So you just keep going. Oh yeah. god. Mm hmm banned my brain was like okay wait but you you don't brain freeze until the end so where are you getting all the cards in your graveyard? no you can break freeze all the times yeah jesus that's gross that is gross
1: <laughs> like i actually i'm okay with the way that this plays out because um i feel like if you're afraid of printing stuff for standard because it's too good in legacy you're greatly restricting what you can do in environments that aren't going to be broken by it. Yeah. So printing cards that work in standard and are banned like pretty much proactively in old formats, I'm totally down with. Like, I think that's valid. As long as yeah, we all understand, obviously, policy. what's happening.
0: Yeah, that, that's a pretty good policy. It's like, we'll print it for standard if it sh- is a problem in the... Non-rotating formats will just get rid of it. Hey!
1: Yeah. Because, like, for the non-rotating formats, you can print cards that don't have to go into standard, so this is the other side of that. It's just technically done via banning.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, now we go to Modern. Huh. Where Once Upon a Time has been banned. Yep. Once Upon a Time. It just can't catch a break. What, where else has it been banned? Sets in legality.
1: Pretty sure ABC banned it after like eight seasons.
0: Oh, it's banned in Standard and Pioneer. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So this hasn't been updated yet because this says it's still illegal and modern. But what do these bans go into effect? Tabletop uh, Effective 12th. Date, March 10th. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, sorry. Arena was 12th. Yeah. Tabletop yeah. and Magic Online, March 10th. Arena is March 12th.
0: All right. But, yeah, it says it's the same reasons that they've banned it in those other two formats. Uh, Once Upon a Time has become one of the most played decks, uh, cards in modern, contributing to several of the most popular and highest winning decks. The consistency... I turned into a Murloc. (laughs) The (laughs) The consistency provided by Once Upon a Time allows these decks to much more reliably enact their early game plan compared to other archetypes in the metagame, leading to less divergent gameplay paths. Yeah. Which, that makes sense. You don't, you want things to be consistent, but not like every game is exactly the same consistent. Yeah,
1: it's also uh, free.
0: It's also free. Going forward, Once Upon a Time poses a design constraint in making it too easy to assemble creature and land-based combinations. You think? Yeah. In order to facilitate more varied gameplay and mitigate future risk, once upon a time is banned in modern. Like, it's like when they uh, they had to ban birthing pod because f- from now on every car, every creature with an enters the battlefield uh, effect has to be looked at real, real hard. And yeah. is this gonna be broken with birthing pod? It's it's the same idea.
1: Yeah. Um regarding the the chat question which I'm not sure if sincere or not but free spells are bad question mark. The thing with this is that <laughs> yes. normally a free spell costs you a card. You're not spending mana but you're losing a card. This is starting the game without paying any mana and trading this card in your hand for your choice from the top 5 cards and putting that you know, immediately back into your hand. So you haven't lost any cards or any mana. You just have an advantage at the start of the game. Yeah. And if you get it later, oh no, end of your turn, I get the card I want for two, which in the world of green is nothing. So it's just a little better than effects that would normally do that, which would be historically like a sorcery. So it's just great all around. It does too many.
0: As history has shown, anytime they do something free, that is something people are already willing to do to pay for. Wait, willing to pay for to do? There we go. Yeah. Uh, that it's it's not good. Like, Phyrexian mana, a bunch of the Phyrexian mana spells that were just Phyrexian mana were a problem. Hmm. But then there were some that weren't like. Oh, God, what was it called? Uh, Noxious something? Noxious f- Fumes? Is that the one? Noxious... Revival.
1: Revival, that right.
0: Yeah, put target creature card from a graveyard on top of its owner's library. Like, that being free doesn't cause any problems, because nobody's playing that as an instance.
1: It was a response to other cards that were around at the time, but it wasn't a game plan. Exactly. But yeah, like, even those, like, they were busted because spending life as a resource is something that most players are more than willing to do if the effect is good. Because life doesn't matter till you run out. So for a lot of decks, it was effectively free. But this card is actually free in nearly all circumstances. Like, there's not much opportunity cost to put it in your deck. So, it's banned.
0: I mean, before it got banned in other formats, mono-red burn decks were running once upon a time and mulliganing hard for it. Yeah. Because if you got it, you're probably gonna win.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and mulligans are also more friendly now because you can keep that in the hand when you choose which ones to keep after you go under seven. So... It's, you still have it when you needed it and then you get a different card back so your mulligan's just better
0: yeah and chat says revival saw a decent amount of play it's a free combo piece yeah but it's not breaking any formats or yeah, causing any major broken. problems it, by it it itself because even if it's a free combo piece it's still a combo piece like once upon a time isn't it's just a, a giant consistency buff for your the early game of your deck yeah And what's that counter spell that's been banned in everything that's Phyrexian mana? The one that counters uh, things that cost one? Mental misstep. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Phyrexian spell that annoyed me the most was probably Gataxian Probe. Because it had the same deal where you spend two life, you look at their hand, and then you draw a card so it replaces itself. But that was a sorcery. So, at minimum... They couldn't do it at the very super beginning of the game. And even that annoyed me most... Well, I hated it because people (laughs) just wrote down all the cards in your hand and it wasted a bunch of time. But... That is true. It's free and it's a card that replaces itself. So if there's no real mana cost and there's no real card cost, cards like that are busted. Excuse me.
0: Yeah. So that's... Brawl Historic Modern and Legacy, you'll notice there are two things uh missing. There's no standard bands. Hey. Look at that. And there's also no pioneer bands. Which True. a lot of people were baying for uh the inverter or something to get banned. And honestly, I thought that was
1: That's what we thought it was last week.
0: I thought that's why they were gonna they were gonna do a ban and restricted list update. But there's a big, long section here that explains it. It says, We're happy with how the Pioneer metagame has been playing out over the past several weeks. There's tremendous diversity uh, among the top decks of the three player store tournaments in early February. Magic Online data indicates that the matchups between the most popular decks are in a healthy place, with each having both won and lost matchups against the others. Okay. Uh, But there are combo decks that people just hate. And I never will understand what makes some combo decks okay and other combo decks not okay.
1: I I think it's consistency. I guess. It's consistency but... and it's how much time does it take to do the combo, I think are the two main factors for banning. Uh
0: I guess I just hate losing to a combo that I can't stop yeah. anyway. So to me they're all the same.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like a crazy be... ten
0: card combo that I can't stop in Commander. Pisses me off the same as a two card I win combo. Sure, it just that's just me. But anyway, I think, it,
1: uh, I think it's usually how early can you make the combo, how reliably can you make the combo, and is it something where the game is over, or is it something where we have to spend twenty minutes resolving it to make the game over?
0: Huh. Uh, so it says uh, community concern about some of the new combo decks: the Demir Inverter deck, the Lotus Breach deck, and uh, the Heliod and Walking Ballista combo. Uh, they say, in general, we're okay with combo having a presence in the Pioneer metagame, of course, but it is certainly possible to have combos that are too strong or too prevalent. Combo decks can be unhealthy in large doses, especially when they're difficult to interact with, win quickly, or win too often. All right. Across the last two weeks of Magic Online Leagues, Demir Inverter has had a 49% non-mirror match win rate and has unfavorable matchups against five of the other ten most played decks. Which sounds fine?
1: Yeah, that sounds correct.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. That win rate has been drifting down over time since the Players' Tours. Lotus Breach decks have been at an even lower win rate with unfavorable matchups against most of the other top decks which is especially true post-sideboard because Damping Sphere and other stuff. So then it goes on to say... I lost my place. Decks using the Heliod Ballista combo have yet to prove themselves consistently in competitive tournaments and aren't showing up at player rates we consider problematic. In addition, many decks that include the combo do so alongside another primary game plan, which means more diversity of gameplay and fewer games ending with the combo finish. With all this in mind they're not making any changes. They're going to keep yep. watching. And yeah.
1: Their hope is to not make any changes until after the players tour and late April. Yeah. The players, tour finals. Promise, but that's their hope.
0: Yeah. The, the players tour finals. Remember those? That's what happens after all the players tour happens. That's the players yep. tour finals are the equivalent of pro tours. As far as prestige and amount of... Right. It's prestige. I don't know. So, yeah. uh, I I remember saying it looks like the metagame is trying to correct itself. But then I realized I was talking about a Star City Classic. (laughs) Yeah. And none of the inverter players were there because they all made Day (laughs) 2! Yeah. But... It looks like, at least as far as Magic Online uh, goes, that the meta is shifting and balancing itself out. Which, okay. They've got all the data, so. Yeah. And chat very snarkily says, we won't share that data with you, but trust us. But they have no reason to lie to you. About this. They don't want to intentionally make the meta crappy.
1: Yeah. So I'm not sure what you mean by that.
0: Because it turns out nobody that does a digital card game shares all of their data with the players. That's just not a thing. So, yeah... But hopefully Pioneer will continue to adjust and everything'll be fine and everything'll be fine. But All if right. not, they'll they'll put a sniper scope on a piece or two of a combo here or there and shoot it out of the sky if it spikes. So hey, if you really want it to get banned, get everyone to play it.
1: Better <laughs> da
0: So there you go. That's the uh that's the BNR update. Yep. Yeah. Oko Who and Once Upon a Time nukes? and Vale of Summer are struck out of yet another format.
1: Uh Oko doesn't have much left.
0: Oko's still legal in Commander?
1: Uh Commander, Legacy, and Vintage.
0: Oh, and limited. <laughs> Silly Oko. Oh, well. Moving on? See. Moving on. Uh, So, we all know about Mystery Boosters. They've, they've been a thing for uh, several months now. But that's the... There, there are two versions, remember? There's the... I don't remember what it's called. The convention version? Is that what it's called? I think so. That's got the playtest cards. Yeah. And then there's the... The WPN version, which has, instead of playtest cards, it's got uh, foils. Yay! Hurrah. (laughs) And people have been losing their mind, for some reason, to find out what the foils were going to be. Well, on Friday, they finally posted a list. There are 121, and there's a list.
1: We we're not, we're not read gonna it. read 121 cards to you. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama. Now we're done. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> but uh
0: Yeah, I think all of these are modern legal, so I don't think and I could be wrong here, but I don't
1: think there's anything that's never been foiled before. Like I said, I I could be wrong about that. I haven't line by lined it, but nothing stood out when I was scrolling and they do include the sets to the right. So I didn't see anything sufficiently old.
0: Hey, and Phineas just subbed for the eighth month says happy birthday, pinball witch. Hope you had an awesome day today. Aw, well, aren't you sweet?
1: He is. If you want the fun and weird inclusion, there's always Helix pinnacle. Yeah. Many people come up with plans for before they realize it says shroud. It does everyone who ever makes a combo deck with Helix Pinnacle forgets it says Shroud.
0: Unless it's an infinite mana combo deck, in which case, sure. There's better ways to win with infinite mana, but, you know, you do you, bro.
1: Yeah, have fun. You did it for the achievement, not for the practical.
0: Exactly. Oh, man, Coolrath Knight. I remember him. Pretty cool. But, yeah, they're 121. Yeah. And of course, the, the the way that the website works, the list here only goes up to 100. So you have to hit 2 to see the last 21, which is silly, but, you know, whatever. Them's the site. What's the last one? Zur's Weirding. Oh, dear God. That
1: makes sense.
0: <sighs> right? That makes sense. So these go into stores on March 13th. So, you know, go talk to your local game store and get on it. Yeah. Remember, it's 1,694 reprints. It's a big mess of a set thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there you go. That That's all we have to say about that. Yep. Moving on. Link is in the show notes, by the way. Or if you're watching the video version, I think I scrolled through everything slow enough to where you could pause it. I don't know. Probably. Or just go to the website. Uh, Alright, Arena Stuff. Historic Anthology 2 is going to hit... Uh... Oh, here we go. March 12th, it looks like. Uh, yep. I like the way it doesn't have a date anywhere while it's describing historic anthology too.
1: We're operating on the assumption that it is when the events begin.
0: Yeah, which is March twelfth. So hopefully, yeah, that's how that works.
1: Otherwise confusion.
0: Otherwise confusion. Uh the secret lair thalia thing is also hitting arena? Mm-hmm. Or Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Also, direct messaging is coming soon. So now that you have friends, you can actually message your friends.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we've caught up to chat room technology. Yes! You too (laughs) can relive all of the sadness of 1990s Yahoo chat rooms with your (laughs) friends.
0: So you can... You can message your friends. Like, like yeah. You can also uh, make yourself busy so that people won't bother you.
1: They still will try.
0: Which I recommend you do if you're either streaming and don't want to be bothered or if you're playing in some manner of arena tournament. Yes. Okay. Okay. And let's see here. New players get color challenges. That's whatever. They're changing the... Uh, card sleeve UX so you can there's a better look to how to pick your card sleeves sure favoriting lands is also on our to-do list it's not a part of this game update but they're working on it yeah
1: I don't know what rolling out those quality of life
0: wonder how hard that is to implement that it's like oh no we're working on it six months later no we're we're working on it.
1: <laughs> it's probably just not a priority after things that actually impact the game
0: i guess uh they're changing up the emotes a little bit they're gonna be dynamic so if your opponent says nice then your nice will change to thanks for a limited amount of time and similarly if your opponent says oops your oops will switch to sorry Just so you can respond to them appropriately.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I know that in our Discord server... uh, I think it was Pinball Witch, I think? Said you think it would be cool uh, uh, at the beginning, like in the first two turns of the game or something, since they can do dynamic emotes, that you would change something to be like hello to good luck have fun or something you know or good game so you can go hello good luck have fun yeah but maybe since they have that technology they'll do something in the future i actually think that would be really cool but personally i auto squelch everybody so
1: everyone (laughs) you know auto squelch sounds horrifying If you're one of the people that doesn't know what Squelch means. (laughs) Ha! Buh! Yeah. Uh, Alright, so...
0: Coming soon. Cube Sealed. They say, yes, we know it's not Cube Draft. But they don't want to do Cube Draft against bots. So they have to make drafting against humans a thing in Arena First. But until then, here's Cube Sealed. Sure. So they're going to have a cube built from... Arena cards. And it'll be a phantom event. Makes sense. Yep. And yeah, there you go. That's eventually. Later, later it says uh, we'll have more details later this month. So eventually we'll find out more. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think that's neat also like that this starts off with, yes, we know it's not Cube Draft, we gotta make it work with humans first. That's that's a good sign. That they, uh... That they're thinking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the next... This update is supposed to happen on Thursday the 12th, so... This week. Yeah, be aware that Arena's gonna be... Uh, down for some amount of time while they update it or or it might not be I don't actually know how this works since I don't play Arena I know Hearthstone doesn't go down when there's a patch you just have to download the patch so does Arena go down still? hmm
1: that dead air is my some experience with Arena okay And also just your reminder that Secret Layer Thalia Beyond the Hell Vault is available on exactly March twelfth, that Thursday, for twenty four hours.
0: Oh, is that when it goes up?
1: Do that Thursday. It's your only shot. Wow, that's not on here anywhere, is it? It's at the bottom. The very, very end. Oh,
0: look at that. Last paragraph. Okay, so hey, if you didn't get... When was the International Women's Day When Was that... Like, I know International Women's Day was yesterday, but did the Secret Lair go on sale yesterday, or did it wait till today?
1: It was yesterday, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because it was the day. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and I think there was a note under one of the pictures reminding us that um, you don't get the different arts. There we go. Uh, Please note Secret Lair Thalia Beyond the Hell Vault does not include Thalia Garden of Thraben cards from GG Arena, only the cosmetic card styles. Players will be able to craft Thalia Garden of Thraben using Wild Cards 1-1, or purchase it as part of the Historic Anthology 2 bundle. Right.
0: Yeah, so if you craft Thalia or buy the... uh, Because she's part of the Historic Anthology 2, all you get is Thalia, but if you do the secret layer thing, you'll get the code for, uh, the card styles. Yeah. Which will give you the different illustrations. Yeah. There you go. And a sleeve. Ooh.
1: The sleeves. For all of your dirty, dirty computer fingers. Ew. Okay, The screens were a mistake! <laughs>
0: Uh, So then we've... That's it, right? We just got the GP?
1: That's really it, yeah. Okay. Who likes GPs? Who likes GP coverage? Who's disappointed? Everybody! (laughs) Boo. Uh,
0: So, yeah, GP Leon was this weekend. And it was standard. Yep. And there was literal zero coverage of any sort. Not even text. Five hundred and eighty-three people. Nice. Like, this bothers me. We've got deck lists for the Pioneer PTQ that happened on Friday and the uh, standard PTQ that happened on Friday. But not for the top eight of the damn event itself.
1: Yeah, That's the second week in a row. Of course, the last week it was limited. So it was fun. I, I understood it for limited more than I understand it for this.
0: But, like, there's... There's nothing here. We had to go to the Star City website to see the deck lists. Yep. Carsten did a metagame overview. Oh, hey, look at that. Except if it's not linked here, I'm not going to go looking for it on their own website. Yeah. Like, put it here where the coverage is or else it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that's valid. So, I guess we could look at it here real quick. There is a metagame overview. Day 2, uh, Teamer Clover was 18% of the field. Bant Ramp and Monored Aggro were both at 17% of the field. There's a big drop down to Teamer Reclamation at 10%. Recto Sacrifice at 9%. Sultai Midrange at 8%. Jeskai Fires at 5 and junk food at 4 and everything else was 12%. other other so uh thank you Vincent for the uh for the link that's I really added pitiful it to though. the notes thank you thank you Huh. but since star city put their stuff where i could find it uh let's see here uh biagio Rocco. Let's say, I, I'm sure I ruined that. One, playing a Monored Aggro deck. Uh, Quentin Leroy took second with a Teamer Reclamation deck. Uh, Matthew Garnum is in third with Monored Aggro. Alexander Mergy, or Mergy, playing Sultai Midrange, took fourth. Uh, Leo Carbonell took fifth with a Rakdos r- <laughs> ra- <laughs> Sacrifice. Why was that hard to say? Deck. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, sixth place, Bant Ramp by Adriano Moscato. Another Rectus Sacrifice in seventh with another Quentin, but this one is a different Quentin. This is Quentin Garchery. Uh, Garchery? It's Archery, but with a G on, in, in the front.
1: G Archery sounds pretty neat. Ooh, Quentin G Archery, yes. That's some Gundam nonsense right there. It, it kind of is.
0: <laughs> and then, rounding out the top eight, uh, David, T- David Tadeshi. Uh, was playing Bant Ramp
1: neat congratulations to all of you and your success
0: yay so there you go and a reminder that GP which GP was cancelled
1: um the one in Italy yeah but uh, I'm forgetting that, was it Turin? yeah yeah because yeah clues made the shroud of turin joke yeah
0: right 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 yeah it's a good thing that was canceled because italy was just shut down
1: italy is closed go home stay home don't even go just stay home like yeah italy was banned (laughs) italy is now banned there is no italy we will review italy later and determine if it can be moved to simply suspended or unbanned. But for now, it is banned.
0: Yeah. So I know we named last week's episode Wash Your Hands, but seriously, everyone, please be safe. This is yeah. not like H1N1 or the bird flu. This this is worse.
1: This is I've seen a lot of people dismissing it because they're like, I've been through eight plagues now. Like, yeah, but you didn't go through eight plagues. There were eight plagues. This is a plague you're going through wherever you are in the world. People are already sick in a lot of places. And even if you were, you know, in one of the healthier, you know, younger, safer demographics, you can still carry it to people who can't. So wash your hands excessively, pick whatever 20 seconds of pop music you want while you do it. Just go to town but wash your hands. Don't buy masks. Other people need those and use common sense. Uh, Maybe don't get on a cruise. <laughs> throwing that out there. Yeah. Just saying.
0: Uh, yeah. All of that. So please everybody be safe. Don't yeah. sleep on this.
1: Do not make the statistic worse.
0: Don't listen to things that certain prominent politicians are saying that it's not so bad because it is. Yeah. It's, it is, this is not something to be just be shrugged off and be like, ah, I'll be alright.
1: No. Wash your hands like you just played against that one guy at every game store who somehow always has nachos. Don't know where they came from don't know how long he's had them he just pulled them out of his backpack and he started eating them and then he shook your hand wash your hands right now 20 seconds you don't want that
0: pinbo says my favorite way i've seen it put is wash your hands like you just sliced jalapenos and you need to remove a contact lens that's good
1: that's pretty good advice yeah
0: that is good and then she threw five bits and said pocket nachos <laughs>
1: God. i respect that too <laughs> It's like pocket sand, but somehow more delicious and more offensive.
0: <laughs> oh my god, pocket sand. That's the best. Anyway. So I guess, like, that that's it. We don't really... There's nothing else to do? There's nothing else yeah. to do?
1: That's the news.
0: Yeah. Hope you enjoyed
1: it. There may be more news in the future. Stay tuned.
0: So... Uh, I guess, like, wash your hands and just, poor Oko, dude. He just doesn't.
1: Poor nothing. He has so many crowns. He's fine. Oko is fine. You don't go into the man's house and take his hat and then expect to be invited back. That's not how it works. Dude's taking hats like Mario 64. That's just not okay. Uh,
0: he just never gets to play in anywhere for too long
1: because he's probably the most broken card to have been printed in standard in a very long time yeah like he got more bands in the last year than like mind sculptor did <laughs> think about that yeah the most busted and banned planeswalker is not only no longer Jace, but it's not even blue. Wait, Oko's blue? Half blue.
0: Okay. No, not even mono blue.
1: Not mono blue is more accurate. You're right. Yeah. It's the blue part that makes him banned. And the fact that green cards are also getting banned this year was just a perfect storm. All the way <laughs> through. <laughs> Color identity is rough.
0: So, wait, where is he still legal?
1: Uh, I think we, legacy, we, vintage, and commander.
0: I think we might have to name this episode the second Oko ban of 2020.
1: Because <laughs> he he got moved from suspended to banned.
0: Poor Oko. I mean, I know he deserves it, but still, you know, yeah. part of me is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So hey, Squee, let's let's wrap it up.
1: All right, you can find me on Twitter at Squee Goblin Abob. There's no Iron Goblin because it snuck onto that cruise with clues. So it might not be back for a while either. We'll see. Um, As for the rest of my nonsense, like, yeah, I've actually been trying to tweet a little bit more lately. So that's kind of fun. Um, I watched season three of Castlevania last week. It is 10 episodes long. So it's the longest season so far. You're not of the mindset that 1 and 2 were just one big season. I think it's fair to say they were, but that's not how they were released. Um, So I saw that. I won't spoil anything for anybody, but it definitely came out. There were a lot of parts of it that I liked. So, neat.
0: Oh, wait. I'm going to ask a direct spoiler question. Okay. Was there blood in this anime-style show about vampire hunters and monster killers?
1: Okay, so there was blood inside of things. Mm -hmm. And then as the story progressed, it might have moved. (laughs) There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. There's also some content that you maybe don't want to watch with your younger family. It is more graphic in ways than just violence this time around. So be aware.
0: And also, if you're watching the Castlevania show with the younger children, maybe don't.
1: Yeah. Just in general. I've known a lot of people that are okay with the violence, but this is the kind of stuff that people complain about. Because, like, to be blunt, there's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of nudity people interacting. And some of the nudity people interacting is very clearly not consensual. (laughs) So there you go.
0: Nudity people interacting. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is that the name of the episode? I hope not. <laughs> Blues will be like, what did I miss? <laughs> so yeah, there there you go. That's that's what's happening there.
0: Oh god, that was funny.
1: There, there were a lot of things that I didn't expect. I was watching it with one of my friends and we're like, so that that's that's being shown, isn't it? Yep, that's that's still going on. Yep, it's been going on for a bit now. Okay, that's where the line would have been on let's say HBO's spawn. Oh, look, there's more. All right. Great. Great. Thanks for that. No one asked for this. There you are. That said, was one the action did. scenes are still great. The violence is still great. Characters are still funny. But, yeah, there's some not great And So now you know.
0: And knowing, as I've been told, is half the battle. True. I, uh... Let's see. Oh yeah, Warren Ellis wrote that, didn't he? Yep. I'm on a Warren Ellis kick lately. I actually just reread All of Planetary, uh, which, which is a comic, and I just started rereading uh, Transmetropolitan because, well, the state of politics in this country has me itching to read Transmetropolitan. Let's just say. Sure. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know why I've been on a Warren Ellis kick lately. So now I guess I need to watch Castlevania. Hmm. I mean, you've been warned now. So hey, now you know. That is true. Huh. I've also been watching through Pixar stuff.
1: Where you will not have these problems.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, I watched... Let's see, it goes... Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc. In that order. And those are the ones I've watched. Next up is... Fighting Nemo, I think?
1: It, are you watching them in, like, release order? Yeah. I think Nemo is a bit later than that.
0: Is it? I
1: think I so. I can't remember. Well, what else would it be? Um, I didn't watch Pixar movies in order, so I don't know.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But I, I feel like Nemo was later than that. I, I could be entirely wrong.
0: I don't think so. Seems like then it's The Incredibles and then it's Cars. I think.
1: Could I be. Can't remember. This is kind of what the odds and ends is, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I stalled on my MCU rewatch because every time I go, all right, let's watch the next. It's two and a half hours long, and it's Avengers Two, which is fine. Like it's good, but it's not
1: great. Okay, you were right. By the way, I look. Love- was uh, I right Monsters for like Inc. the next is several? Followed by Finding Nemo. Wait, say that again? So the order for the first few is Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, Incredibles, Cars, and then Ratatouille. So.
0: Ah, and is the first one I didn't watch. Gotcha. Not because of any reason, I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I've decided since I have. Uh, access to Disney Plus I'm gonna I will just watch a bunch of this stuff it's pretty it's pretty good Pixar movies are really good by the way (laughs) just in case anyone's like oh it's kid stuff no they're really good Monsters Inc. is amazing (laughs) yeah let's see what else I knew there was something else but it's fallen off Oh, well. Oh, oh, so, content, right. So I stream here on twitch.tv slash themanapool, and I also have the YouTube channel where I, you know, have daily YouTube videos. At least one YouTube video a day. And what's going up over the next few days is, in the last few days, we've got some Halo Wars, and which is the, the story, the campaign, Of uh, Halo Wars. One mission per video. Um, Hearthstone. I had a stream where I was determined to get my golden uh, warrior. Which you get at 500 ranked wins. And I was at 494 when the stream started. And then had a really good run up until I got the golden warrior. So... That stuff uh, is going up on YouTube. I think the first part went up today, which had a really awesome two games. It's just especially the second one. It was my Zephyrus uh, Warrior up against a, a Reno Reno Mage, and that game was insane. If those words mean anything to you, then you should check it out. It's a Reno Reno Mage because it had Reno the creature and Reno the the hero card. That's anyway. Um yeah. Halo War Oh and earlier today I rendered so I did a magic mana strike stream on Thursday because we didn't do the mana pool.
1: So it was and still magic st- content.
0: Yeah, so I still did magic content and we streamed uh I, I streamed from my phone because it's it's a mobile game and, and played Magic Mana Strike and it was it was a lot of fun. I streamed it for like all, like three and a half hours, which means I held my phone like, like this, and and I had to hold it up so you guys weren't looking at the top of my head, so yeah, I had to hold my phone like this, so this pinky, because I have my phone resting on the pinky as like a brace, ah! uh, my pinky was really sore after three and a half hours of this, I'm just saying. But it was a lot of fun, and I'm going to turn some of that into a couple YouTube videos just to give people... An idea of what the game is like. And it's actually really cool watching it on the screen. Because you guys can see things that I can't. Because when I have to tap the screen and do something. That pops up under my finger. So I don't see it. (laughs) So watching back the the, the footage. uh, While I was turning stuff into YouTube videos. I was like. That's cool. (laughs) So yeah. It'll probably just be a couple videos. Because... I don't think it's really worth you know going through the entire stream and making like a long bunch of game a uh, series, but it's like just the first Wait. few games, like five or six games, I turned into a YouTube video just to show off. So yeah, hell yeah. Then I guess that's it. Yeah, so that's what's going up on YouTube uh, in the coming time. Here on Twitch, I also did a Skyrim stream on Saturday. Yeah, where we ran around and did thievery for uh about five hours. It turns out because you know I make bad decisions. Five <laughs> hours. It turns out. <laughs> oh, shut up, reason? Past Chewy! I accidentally opened Twitch, and so the that was that was yeah. You heard that.
1: You gotta watch out for Past Chewy. We'll sneak past up Chewy. on you.
0: Past Chewy's the freaking worst.
1: But anyway, so hey... It's getting worse all the time as there's more of them.
0: It really is. (laughs) So hey, by the way, Manipool Productions, this includes the YouTube stream and the YouTube videos and the Twitch stream and the podcasts and all that good stuff, Uh, Manipool Productions, hey, is a Patreon-supported endeavor. So, if you would like to help support what I do with this ridiculous amount of free content, then... You can go to Patreon.com slash The Manipool and become a lifeguard, which can get you a variety of perks. You can see Manipool episodes and, if they ever happen, and YouTube videos early. You can get, um, access to the odds and ends, all the stuff recorded before and after both Monday Night Magic and The Manipool. Which, a lot of it is a lot like, uh... Uh, what you just heard us talking about Pixar movies and stuff.
1: Yeah. That's
0: It's just that, just amplified, with more swearing.
1: E- expect more coverage of nerd media in general. Yeah. Movies, TV shows, whatever's got our attention.
0: Yeah. And if you're into it, or not into it, we go into politics there too sometimes. For good or ill. For good or ill, yeah. Uh, let's see, what else? Right! you can that's the odds and ends and you can become a mythic lifeguard and get the sponsorship shout out on both podcasts and on the end screen for all of the um youtube videos to go up each month so i'd like to thank our mythic lifeguards now jason doan kim ho andrew hunt al lance delicious team you hellas How are you connor kennedy john morris oh god you're freaking me out uh <laughs> Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer, Stuart Slaw, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bretain, Casey, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansen's, Jason Kaus, uh John Parker, Aleph Cat, Beardy Man, Bartle, Backwards Logic, ALK Alters, and The Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Whew. That's tiring. So, yeah, with that, I guess we'll be done with uh, Monday Night Magic number 685 coming in at just under an hour for the audio version and right at an hour for the video version with the stuff where we were making thumbnails and stuff.
1: Netflix time.
0: So, yeah, we hope you all have a fabulous week. Thank you all so very much for joining us and uh, go play some magic.